Section 8 of Purgatory by Rev. F. X. Shoup, S.J. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by John Brandon. Part 1. Chapter 8. Location of Purgatory. St. Gregory the Great. The deacon Pascasius and the priest of Centum Chalet. Blessed Stephen, a Franciscan, and the religious in his stall. Theophilus Reynaud and the sick woman of Dole. According to St. Thomas and other doctors, as we have previously seen, divine justice in particular cases assigns a special place upon earth for certain souls. This opinion we find confirmed by several facts, among which we quote the two mentioned by St. Gregory the Great in his dialogues. Whilst I was young, and still a layman, I heard told to the seniors, who were well-informed men, how the deacon Pascasius appeared to Germain, bishop of Capua. Pascasius, deacon of the Apostolic See, whose books on the Holy Ghost are still extant, was a man of eminent sanctity, devoted to works of charity, zealous for the relief of the poor, and most forgetful of self. A dispute having arisen concerning a pontifical election, Pascasius separated himself from the bishops, and joined the party disapproved by the episcopacy. Soon after this he died, with a reputation for sanctity which God confirmed by a miracle. An instantaneous cure was effected on the day of the funeral by the simple touch of his dalmatic. Long after this, Germain, Bishop of Capua, was sent by the physicians to the baths of St. Angelo. What was his astonishment to find the same deacon, Pascasius, employed in the most menial offices at the baths? I here expiate, said the apparition, the wrong I did by adhering to the wrong party. I beseech of you, pray to the Lord for me. You will know that you have been heard when you shall no longer see me in these places. Germain began to pray for the deceased, and after a few days, returning to the baths, sought in vain for Pascasius, who had disappeared. He had but to undergo a temporary punishment, says St. Gregory, because he had sinned through ignorance and not through malice. The same Pope speaks of a priest of Centumcelle, now Civita Vecchia, who also went to the warm baths. A man presented himself to serve him in the most menial offices, and for several days waited upon him with the most extreme kindness and even eagerness. The good priest, thinking that he ought to reward so much attention, came the next day with two loaves of blessed bread, and after having received the usual assistance of his kind servant, offered him the loaves. The servant with a sad countenance replied, Why, father, do you offer me this bread? I cannot eat it. I whom you see was formerly the master of this place, and after my death I was sent back to the condition in which you see me for the expiation of my faults. If you wish to do me good, ah, offer up for me the bread of the Eucharist. At these words he suddenly disappeared, and he, whom the priest had thought to be a man, showed by vanishing 
that he was but a spirit for a whole week the good priest devoted himself to works of penance and each day offered up the sacred host in favor of the departed one then having returned to the same baths he no longer found his faithful servant and concluded that he had been delivered it seems that divine justice sometimes condemns souls to undergo their punishment in the same place where they have committed their sins we read in the chronicles of the friars minors that blessed stephen religious of that order had a singular devotion to the blessed sacrament so that he passed a part of the night in adoration before it on one occasion being alone in the chapel the darkness broken only by the faint glimmer of the little lamp he suddenly perceived a religious in one of the stalls stephen approached him and asked if he had permission to leave his cell at such an hour i am a deceased religious he replied here by a decree of god's justice must i undergo my purgatory because here i sinned by tepidity and negligence at the divine office the lord permits me to make known my state to you that you may assist me by your prayers touched with these words blessed stephen immediately knelt down to recite the de profundis and other prayers and he noticed that whilst he prayed the features of the deceased bore an expression of joy several times during the following nights he saw the apparition in the same manner but more happy each time as it approached the term of its deliverance finally after the last prayer of blessed stephen it arose all radiant from the stall expressed its gratitude to its liberator and disappeared in the brightness of glory the following incident is so marvellous that we should hesitate to reproduce it says canon postal had it not been narrated by father theophilus Reynaud, theologian and controversialist who relates it as an event which happened in his time and almost under his very eyes the abbe louvet adds that the vicar-general of the archbishop of besancon after having examined all the details recognized its truth in the year sixteen twenty nine at dole in franc comte hugues roy a woman of the middle station in life was confined to bed by inflammation of the lungs which endangered her life the physician considering it necessary to bleed her in his awkwardness cut an artery in the left arm which speedily reduced her to the last extremity the following day at dawn she saw enter into her chamber a young girl clad in white of most modest deportment who asked her if she was willing to accept her services and to be nursed by her the sick person delighted with the offer answered that nothing could give her greater pleasure and instantly the stranger lighted the fire approached huguet and placed her gently on the bed and then continued to watch by her and serve her like the most devoted infirmarian but oh wonder contact with the hands of the unknown one was so beneficial that the dying person found herself greatly relieved and soon felt entirely cured then she would absolutely know who the amiable stranger was and called her that she might question her but she withdrew saying that she would return in the evening in the meantime astonishment and curiosity were extreme when the tidings of this sudden cure spread abroad and nothing was spoken of in dole but this mysterious event when the unknown visitor returned in the evening 
she said to Hugh Gay, without trying to disguise herself, Know, my dear niece, that I am your aunt, Leonarde Collin, who died seventeen years ago, leaving you an inheritance from her little property. Thanks to the divine bounty, I am saved, and it was the Blessed Virgin, to whom I had great devotion, who obtained for me this happiness. Without her I was lost. When death suddenly struck me, I was in the state of mortal sin, but the merciful Virgin Mary obtained for me perfect contrition, and thus saved me from eternal damnation. Since that time I am in purgatory, and our Lord permits me to finish my expiation by serving you during fourteen days. At the end of that time I shall be delivered from my pains, if on your part you have the charity to make three pilgrimages for me to three holy sanctuaries of the blessed virgin huguet astonished knew not what to think of this language not being able to believe the reality of the apparition and fearing some snare of the evil spirit she consulted her confessor father antony roland a jesuit who advised her to threaten the unknown person with the exorcisms of the church this menace did not disturb her she replied tranquilly that she feared not the prayers of the church they have no power she added but against demons and the damned none whatever against predestined souls who are in the grace of god as i am huguet was not yet convinced how said she to the young girl can you be my aunt leonardi she was old and worn disagreeable and whimsical whilst you are young gentle and obliging ah my dear niece replied the apparition my real body is in the tomb where it will remain until the resurrection this one which you see is one miraculously formed from the air to allow me to speak to you to serve you and obtain your suffrages as regards my irritable disposition seventeen years of terrible suffering have taught me patience and meekness know also that in purgatory we are confirmed in grace marked with the seal of the elect and therefore exempt from all vice after such explanation incredulity was impossible huguet at once astounded and grateful received with joy the services rendered during the fourteen days designated she alone could see and hear the deceased who came at certain hours and then disappeared as soon as her strength permitted she devoutly made the pilgrimages which were asked of her at the end of fourteen days the apparition ceased leonarde appeared for the last time to announce her deliverance she was then in a state of incomparable glory of the most perfect beatitude in her turn she testified her gratitude to her niece promised to pray for her and her whole family and advised her ever to remember amid the sufferings of this life the end of our existence which is the salvation of our soul end of section eight recording by john brandon